Hello there, it's me, the voice inside your head. I promise I'll let you get listening to your podcast shortly, but I just wanted to let you know that Home Things is launching soon. That's right, soon, like very soon. So if you want to be the first to know when you can start cleaning your home without the need for single-use plastic, then sign up to our waitlist at gethomethings.com. Off you go, back to the podcast. Reaction. 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 By Home Things. Nice. Gold dust. Copper-coated coffee pot. Copper-coated coffee pot. Yeah, copper-coated coffee pot. Copper-coated coffee pot. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Reaction by Home Things. Today I'm joined by the amazing Kush Karna. Hey Kush. How are you doing, honey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Just bought a new hat. So. It looks fantastic. It's yeah. really fantastic. For those who are actually just listening to the podcast, describe the hat. Oh, the yeah. Hat. Oh, you can't see the hat. <laughs> you can't. Um, so think Pharrell, but smaller. It's like cool fashion for. Fedora vibes. Love it. Pastel blue. Very um, gorgeous blue. And while on subject, very sustainable because it's vintage. Lo- the points are rolling in yeah, there. Yeah, it is vintage. <laughs> it's reclaimed hat. Is that a thing? It's second hand. You didn't buy didn't new. Didn't buy new. It's not fast fashion. It's, I'm all over it. Yeah, I'm in it. You're actually the perfect guest. I, I planned That's it. That's it. The podcast has ended <laughs> after you. So, babes, for those who don't know you, I obviously know you. I've known you for... 10 years. 10 no, years. More than 10 years. More, way more. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. We're very old. What, who are you? Who are you and what are you about? What's your name? Where'd you come from? Um, it's, like a, it's like a date. Um, <laughs> so my name's Kush. Uh, I'm a singer, songwriter, actor. Uh, I kind of do everything. Music is kind of my first and foremost. Um, acting sort of secondary. Um, I also work at Barry's Bootcamp. What do you do at Barry's? I'm in their marketing team. Of course uh, I call myself, marketing. yeah, or director of fun, or like I call myself head of branding. They don't know I say that. But <laughs> I call myself head of branding. <laughs> Not yet. You are head of hippers. Angus Khan, head of branding. <laughs> but Love I'm it. more of a musician, guys. Remember me as that. You are a musician. Okay, let's. We'll introduce you as, as a musician. So first and foremost, what I'm meant to do every week, I forget to do it most weeks, is bonkers bit of the week. So I want to know what's the most bonkers thing you have seen, heard, or done this week. Okay, it's going to be a thing I've heard. Okay. I'm going to give you two, actually. Oh, please. Um, please. World, very cultural. <laughs> Did you know the, the toilet roll bought in France? Oh, I posted it. I posted it in Philadelphia. Um, in France, yeah. um, the sales of toilet paper. Um, the highest sold toilet paper is actually the colour pink. Is it? So French people or people in France love pink toilet paper, apparently. It is quite a Parisian colour, if you think about yeah. it. It's quite posh. I think that's gross there's something about pink toilet paper that i don't like it has to be white or like an andrex kind of like warm creamy with sheer butter in very privileged thing to say isn't it it's gross yeah but then the second bonkers fact which i actually found quite fun but not fun it's actually really sad if you die in amsterdam (laughs) without any next of kin or family or anything a poet comes to your funeral and (laughs) writes a poem for you and reads it out That's really nice, isn't it? That is nice, but how do they find the poet? Is there like a deadpoet.com? I know, I guess when it's like in the funeral thing place where you have your funeral organised, if there's no next of kid, if there's literally no family, I, I guess they hire a poet to write you a poem. How nice is that? That is actually really sweet. I mean, Number I love one. my family, but they're not going to write me a poem. I'll write you a poem. Oh my God, can you? I'm quite good at poems. Really? I genuinely. Do one right now. Okay, there, there once was a boy called Kush who sometimes made me feel all mush. His hat was so blue, I've got a cold, a chew, and that is the end of the poem. Okay, I still have no lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have family, I definitely have lexicon, yeah. I don't need you as my poet. Thank you very Sorry. much. So, 
So, Fab, as you may or may not know, we this podcast is reaction. It's by Home Things. We are, you know, the anti-plastic party. We're doing things that we like to do. I think what will be a really good and interesting thing for our listeners to t- learn from you is they may or may not know you were on Shipwrecked mm. this year, uh, last year. It was this year. This year. That's gone. Time goes Fast or slow? I don't know if it feels like a longer ago than that or it sooner feels than that. Like, it feels like it's been years since I did. Well, I actually filmed it last year. I came back this time last year, but it released Maybe in February why. this year. Okay, amazing. First of all, how was that? Incredible. Like, I always told myself I would never do reality, literally. I was one of those, I call it quite stuck up because as performers, all of us are like, I wouldn't do that. But in reality, why are you giving up a really fun opportunity? Like, it's Absolutely. We're such ego. We're, all of us who are in the industry are so egotistical. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that job. I wouldn't do that job. Then we complain that we're not working half the time. Um, <laughs> It was so incredible. I lived on a private island for two months in literal paradise. That I mean, is amazing. You just It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. And what I think is interesting and what I'd really like to learn from you is having gone to the island, and obviously a lot of it is you're meant to be shipwrecked, so it's back to like bare essentials. And I know obviously it's not necessarily bare, bare essentials, yeah. but how was the experience of not having all of like the luxury comforts that you would have in like your Western life and like going to the shop and being able to buy like a bottle of water, for example, like what were the very noticeable things th- compared to your normal life that you found like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't need to do this. Maybe I don't need to do that. Like from a sustainability perspective. Um, it was quite nice because I felt like as humans, our creativity came back mm. because you, you had to be forced to create ways of doing things. Yeah. Um, when it came to the water situation, actually, they used to deliver us filtered big bottles of water that we had to refill. But the difficulty about that was our consumption had to go down because then when it came to showers and stuff, they, mm. they, only, they only gave us two big tubs. That was for water and for drinking and for cooking. For all of you? For all of us. We could ask for more if we ran out, but then we'd have to wait for more to come. So it was very much don't use all the water on your shower because we need to cook with it. Also, we need to fill our water up. So consumption-wise, it goes down, you're a bit more sensible and we're not wasting water or anything. Yep. Also, when it came to soaps and stuff, because it was such a protected environment, we mm. weren't allowed any soaps. We had to use um, coconut soap that they provided. Okay. Uh, but then it was everyone had bars of coconut soap and you'd just wash with your coconut soap. And I love that. It was really nice. It was like back to basics. Um, and even small things like, when I, I love building, so when we had like, had to create a bathroom you don't have all this plastic everywhere we actually made like sinks out of bamboo amazing um, we like got branches and had to hang things for our towels and things uh, so everything kind of is very back to basic but did you enjoy all... it though did you feel like did you feel in that sense were you like enlightened in a way like oh actually like I for example like your your traditional shower gel which might come in like a plastic container were you suddenly like actually I can use a bar and actually it's nice to use a bar and it doesn't come without xyz like have you brought any of those habits back with you like is there anything that since you've come back which was now maybe even almost a year ago Mm. is there anything that you are now more aware of like now that you're back in like the modern world I use a bar of soap now. Love um, that. I love a good bar of soap. Same. It's very like, it's like I feel a bit posh with one. I've got a bar of soap. <laughs> um, oh, look at my bar of soap. It's got like a piece of basil in it. Um, um, so bougie. So bougie. So bougie. Um, I guess also like even my bedroom, uh, you've seen my bedroom, but for example, yeah, I made yeah. myself like a four bed, poster bed with bamboo. Like I've got like curtains, like linen curtains hanging from my bed that love. I've created from bamboo. I could have bought stuff, but I made it myself. Um, nice. Uh, I guess when it comes to water, though, that's the one thing I wish I was better at because mm-hmm. I love long showers. So I guess that's the only thing I, I know I personally need to work better on because 
I could sit on the shower floor for about 45 minutes and just really enjoy my life. But I know and sing and pretend you're in a music video. That's yeah, what you're doing, I, I do that it? anyway. Um, I actually sometimes <laughs> put my laptop and watch TV on the side. No, it's so bad. But that's for, that's for me thing, but I'm aware of it now. Back in the day, I never used to be aware of it because I'd be like, I'm just having a shower. But now, yeah. in the island, we actually made a shower. We put holes in one of our plastic tubs and then you had to create a shower. Love but that. That shower, shower, the entire tub of water used to last max maybe four minutes so then imagine if i'm taking a 45 minute shower how much water i'm wasting i'm not saying i do that all the time i'm not a bad human promise um <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer disclaimer but you just become more aware and you're like oh actually maybe sure plus like no like i think we get made to feel so guilty sometimes for habits and i think we're all doing you'd like to think most of us are doing the best that we can and like no one pretends to be perfect and i think those people who are perfect it's like okay well like don't make us feel guilty about like the small changes that we are making because even like a small change like using a bar of soap or having like a bamboo toothbrush like actually you're you're not therefore fulfilling like the plastic consumerism demand so you are making an impact and you are doing your bit and that's yeah. so much more I think that's so much better and having the awareness than like being completely oblivious and just having like a, well, fuck it, I'm not going to do anything attitude at all. I agree. And also I was learning, this is kind of linked to us humans, but I was linked to babies um, because I went to this with my sister's, I'm just a new nephew. I've got a new nephew. But, Very sweet as well. So but sweet. What I'm learning is life isn't about you forcing your opinions or teaching anyone because realistically you don't learn, you don't learn from being taught, you learn from absorbing. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've learned about babies. I don't know if it's still what's for humans is if I'm here sat here forcing my opinion on you, you're, you're going to hear these things, but this is, you're, you're not really taking it in. If I just live my life one thing at a time, slowly improving, the people around you will absorb that. Be like, oh, you use that toothbrush, or you use that, and be like, oh, I might try that. And yeah. by allowing someone to absorb is probably more powerful than preaching and forcing it down someone. 100%. And I think people forget that. They do, totally forget that. Um, disclaimer, there's three really attractive men that just walked past. Well, I personally felt. Are you joking? Yeah, he gave me like, Yes, yeah, scary still... vibes like, get out of my meeting room. Or like, get out of this room, Let join me in that <laughs> meeting room. I'm going to be an 8C. Follow me there. Maybe yeah. in five minutes. Disclaimer. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Oh, they, that really threw me. I was very panicky. Um, right. So you're right about absorbing and about like being better. So now, right, post-shipwrecked. And obviously you've done a lot of like media presence stuff. You have a like a big following on social media. Do you... I mean, I guess one, like how much awareness you have of like the world around you and like is climate even like something that you think about a lot or do you feel any kind of pressure in the way that you put messaging out there to your followers? Because obviously you are like a bit of an icon, let's be honest. And like do people, do you feel that pressure of like what you say or what you do or like if you take a picture with, I don't know, a plastic bottle, do you then feel like, oh God, maybe I should have like a keep cup or maybe I should, or do you not mm. feel that? I do feel that. Um but I think there's a, kind of a wave of like people, like a lot of people who do these shows. Mm. Um, it annoys me because it's weird. I, I'm not an influencer because I, I don't, I just don't think I am. But people who are influencers, they've got responsibility, but they forget that responsibility because they're in such a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, we're talking about fast fashion earlier. As an influencer, you get sent, am I allowed to swear? Shitloads. Swear, babe. Shitloads of free clothes. Like I'm talking about bags and bags of free yeah. clothes on a daily basis. That's so bad for the environment. These, mm-hmm. And these people don't wear half these clothes. They like get sent them, maybe wear it once and then get rid of it. Yeah, effectively. like chuck it away. Probably not even like give it to a clothes bank or whatever. Like, literally chuck it in the bit and like yeah. done with that. Don't even want it anymore. So I personally think this wave of influencers from like these sort of shows um, should not be a thing. I think influencers in the medical world are more important. Mm. For example, I've got that doctor like, 
I've got friends who are vets who are like influencer vets and that sounds ridiculous um but that, I, I think it. I think that should be as a society what we should be pushing are people like that should be the real influence of society yeah. someone who looks hot in a little pink <laughs> little thing dress is not an influence to me that's just someone who's getting do you know what I mean and this is what's <laughs> angering me about our society because we're getting this weird vicious circle but why are we ignoring all these like incredible people actually making a, a real difference yeah for me they're the real influencers 100 percent um and I think actually the current influence that we've got are damaging the world more so, even though they've got more of a say in what happens. Absolutely. And I think the thing is, it's often those people are ones partnering with like such huge companies like Chrysalis Thing, like Boohoo, like Misguided, like don't want to like slander anyone's names, but people who are producing like one pound bikinis and then they pay someone to promote the one pound bikini. And all we're doing is like creating this cyclical society of people like demanding more, consuming more, demanding more, consuming more. And I think yeah. that's the problem with I guess the term influencers in a lot of societies they're creating they're being they're paid to create demand for something that often is a not needed at all or no. be like shit for the planet so bad literally but that I think that's where it kind of like sits with me like that whole world mm-hmm. um the eye roll the eye roll yeah, you can't see <laughs> the eye roll so uh, yeah I guess that's where I think we do have a responsibility now however many followers you may have or have not I think everyone has a responsibility to highlight ways you can change certain things but also we shouldn't scold people who are not making as big a change because I guess change comes a little step by step 100% definitely and like okay so in you're obviously first and foremost a musician let's yeah. not forget let's not forget that angel <laughs> voice there there you should have done our theme tune oh my god what is it I can do a theme tune um actually do one okay wait how, what is it called like what's so how it's called you... reaction okay reaction it has to be just really short it's like <gasps> And she'd be like, reaction. Hi, I'm Lois. That's how it should start. Oh, oh my gosh, I love it. It's simple. I literally love Unless it. Unless you want like something long, like. Reaction. <laughs> something that was on the spot. That's reaction. It's a future you can see. That's a raven. That should be your theme tune. But that's so reaction. No, nope, it's a like future it. you can see. No, nope, don't like it. So on thought. Re-record it. Work it out. We re- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something I want to talk to you about as we went back full circle. You're a musician, so just bringing it back, kind of trying to tie two and two together, but it's a little bit of a loose association. Did you see in the news about Coldplay saying that they were no longer going to tour yeah. because it was bad for the environment? Yeah. What do you think about that? From a person, from a from a personal point of view, and then I guess B as a musician. Like, do you feel that the music industry, for want of a better word, has a responsibility to be like having these conversations or bringing this awareness. So it's like Coldplay, obviously, globally famous band. So them making this kind of statement is obviously going to reach people and it's obviously going to resonate. But do you think they're the right people making that message? Like, do, how do you feel about that? I think it's okay, it's a very cool, good concept and they're not going to tour. Mm-hmm. But I'm torn. It'd be better, I think, for them, because their whole business has been. They, musicians only make money from touring, mm-hmm. so they're in the lux, they're in the luxurious position of being billion millionaires, right? Saying I'm not going to tour because I can do it for a moment. But what about these new artists who have no money, who need to tour because they've got no following? We, ha- I, as a musician, I have no luxury to be like I'm not going to tour. So yeah. who's going to hear my music? I'm not going to tour, but me as a nobody stays a nobody. But he's got the luxury to be like, no, he Coldplay. But <laughs> I think it's. Very admirable, which is great. They're mm-hmm. creating awareness. But surely it's better to create 
a cleaner way to tour. I don't know how that'd be. I don't know. Maybe that's where the discussion needs to be opened up. Yeah. Um, but how does he think he made it the way he'd made, how big he made it? But I, do you know what I mean? But I do understand. Like, good, that's great. You're yeah. creating awareness. And if anyone, they're the, the big dogs should be making these big decisions, I guess, for themselves. Big dogs make big, big dogs. decisions. Um, <laughs> but then maybe, do you know, with a tour, he should, rather than just doing an individual tour, tour with five other artists. Mm-hmm. Are their egos too big to share the stage with other people? That's, yeah. my, that's my response is, if you want to save the environment, instead of doing one person does... If like 10 artists do 10 separate tours, yeah. that's bad for the environment. 10 artists are all on the same tour, you've just saved the environment. 100%. And I guess like even, and I don't know enough about it, but I guess I assume they have like private jets and private planes. And like, I'm not saying they should then go on a boat. Obviously shipping is like better for the environment than flying, but sometimes needs must. Like if they have to fly, why don't they go on like an easy jet flight? Yeah. What are those called? Um, easy jet. No. <laughs> Rainer? Rainer? No, you know when it's like a standard flight. <laughs> oh, um, coach? No, that's not called coach. It's called. It is called coach though, but like a uh, those those flights. Corporate, because like corporate flights. It's called. No, I don't know. It's just called yeah. it a flight. It was right. a flight, but yeah. Us, us, us humbugs can go on. Humbugs, know what I'm thinking of? <laughs> the best. Mere, mere humbles. Humble. You know what I'm thinking of? John, it's been a really long day. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm tired. O'clock. I'm tired. It's three p.m. Mortals. That's what I was thinking. Mortals. Us mere mortals got on the plane. Yeah, I think you're so right though, and I think. Sometimes commercial it's commercial flight that's chartered. it chartered chartered it's chartered <laughs> we got it that we got we, we, we sorry snowballed we bounce off each other yeah snowballed that's fine I think it's a very interesting point and I think you're right I think does it raise a bigger issue and actually is it just because they're in a very privileged position to say that I feel like sometimes there's this big backlash against activists in the world of climate and everything because it's a very privileged thing to be able to do like mm. to be able to buy a keep cup for example and be like oh, I'm not I'm gonna buy a keep cup but it might cost you 20 pounds like okay but maybe I don't have 20 pounds to buy that so I will still go to I don't know where people get coffee from cheaply but I'm still gonna mm. go there and just buy that once because it doesn't it's not in my narrative to be able to to adopt to, that principle yeah it's like even when it comes to like organic food and things like mm. sure I'd love to spend a hundred pound per food shop where I don't know how much food shops cost anymore uh, I don't. I don't even. I don't. I do, but it's just you know, like I don't. It's stupid. I, but then, if I'm getting a much cheaper food shop at say this supermarket, mm. then surely if I need to survive, especially with costs in London, which is so expensive. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I I physically can't afford to go buy these organic amazing food, which is good for the environment as well, because I will physically. That's what I find super annoying about supermarkets that offer and a lot of them now offer so for example like peppers peppers like classically come in that you know that wrapped mm. three peppers and like the the cellophane or whatever you call it and then they're like no no no, we will do better we will offer an alternative we'll offer loose peppers for example and there i watched a documentary on it and it was tesco i think with the big name who who trialed this of doing loose alternatives to nearly all of their fruit and veg but the price was almost double and it was like First of all, economically, I don't understand how that makes sense. And B, you are you are literally just catering to the rich people who can afford who can afford to spend a double for a pepper. Like most people have like big family shops. Like we've got a country that where poverty rates are horrendously high for like what's meant to be like a very privileged Western country, and yet you're doubling the price of like a loose pepper because it's not wrapped in the plastic. Yeah, Surely you're saving money because you've got less packaging. It makes no sense. And in, on the documentary, it was like on the BBC. I don't know. It was a couple of months ago now. But she went and she challenged him. She was like, "What? Why is that even? Mm. How is that even a thing? How can you expect people to try and change their habits?" Whatever. And they came back with some 
bullshit answer about you know it's actually cheaper for us to to continue the production rate here and we don't know how if these are going to sell so we need to put the price up higher or they've got a shorter sell by date i don't know what the answer was but you just think how can anyone win if like even at the most basic level you're not offering us like a sustainable alternative because who can afford that literally no one can afford that so so weird oh it breaks my heart it does babe what's your so for anyone listening who might be like right Kushkana, what's your one thing that you've done this year? No, let's not do this year because it's so nearly the end of the year. By the time this comes out, it might even be 2020. I'm not sure oh yet. God, I like my vision. It is your vision. I can see your contacts. Oh, I can see you. Only when you look up, I can see the line underneath your eye. I love looking into your eyes. What is your eco New Year's resolution? I put you on the spot well and truly. But if you had to make one, one little change. I'm Nothing not going to call big. it a resolution. It's going to be because I don't believe in resolutions. Because re- resolutions are meant to be these things that you try and you do it and you freaking get over it. So it's going to be more of a, a lifestyle change. Oh, okay. Um, Formal. Um, also because I think it looks really bougie. So I'm going to try and get glass bottles of everything. Nice. And go to these stores. There's one in Balham. Check it out. Um, and it's called... I don't know what it's called actually um, but you Bulk? just re- Like a zero waste store? Yeah, you refill all your stuff. So it's nice. got shampoo, conditioner, oils anything and you just take it there and you just refill all your jars amazing so I think I want to try that not only because it looks really cute but it does look cute. Uh, I think that would be my main lifestyle change because I'm actually quite happy to do that that would be really cool and do you know what even if it's just one product yeah. like even if you go, even if you go and you find it maybe a little bit overwhelming but you're like actually I know that I can get my porridge oats from here because I don't need them in that plastic bag and yeah. it's perfectly fine for me to have them in like a plastic container or like a glass jar yeah very fun I love that and I think it's quite cool yeah and I think it's I think it's very good for the environment to do that it is babe now you can't see my screen I brought my laptop under the table you can't see my screen because I've got some quiz questions for you I'm really bad and, at quizzes no you won't well it's the it's a quiz so you have to be good at it Mm. You will not get any of these answers, I don't think. Actually, you might. I'd be surprised. I'm not going to get any of them, let's just, be honest. Just relax into it. Ready? Question number one. Green. <laughs> Am I right? No, it's actually navy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Actually, let's start here first. Okay. Fill in the blank. Ready? The University of Richmond recently found that rats find blank... Relaxing. Um, can you give me a clue before I answer it? Is it a food? No, it's a it's an activity. Okay, um, relaxing. Running on a wheel. No. Mazes. No. Um, rolling around. <laughs> Driving. So, sorry. <laughs> They can't drive. Well, I... they don't make them drive like regular cars, but they make them, they made them their own little electric cars from food containers. And they test it, and apparently learning to drive seemed to relax the rats. That is crazy, but I love it. I know, they were then rewarded with Fruit Loops. That's going to be my, they... my next date comp- like question. Like, did you know rats like to drive? <laughs> they find it really relaxing. Yeah. Really relaxing. <laughs> All right, fine. Number two. This is an eco question. So so you're going to have to guess this one. According to Ocean Conservation Initiative Project Zero, what percentage of ocean protection do we need to be aiming for? To give you a hint, it's currently only 2%. It's only 2% of the ocean at the moment is protected. So what are Project Zero saying that we should be aiming for? 28%. (gasps) So close. It's 30. That's good, though. 28. I was 2% off. 
Why did you say 28? Did you just feel it? Um, I was just thinking the maths of it. I was like, originally I thought like 56. And then when you said 2%, I know we're not doing that well. So I was thinking like 28 to 35 would be a percentage, which is realistic, but yet not too impossible. Yeah, that's fantastic. They think, they think that protecting at least 30% of the ocean by 2030 from the Arctic to the Antarctic and should help us fight against climate change, overfishing and pollution. I'm good. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. All right, I'll give you that point. Finally, what I think you'll know this, actually. What song did Mariah Carey demand be played while she was giving birth? I'll give you a clue. It's one of her own songs. It's not going to be all I want for Christmas, because that'd be weird. Um, But when did she give birth? What date? I I don't know. Because that would affect her song, surely. Okay, well, I can tell you... That it was when she gave birth to her twins, Monroe and Moroccan. Oh, I know why. Because she has to push when she sings it. I'm, I'm so into you. What do you mean? Oh. Apparently she demanded that it be the live version. That girl is amazing. Live. Did you ever watch her documentary, like Mariah's World or something? No, I did not. So, funnily, Ecolo, so I wrote this song called Shoulda Loved Me, Shoulda Cared. It's just come out. However, when I played it to my friends, they thought I wrote about the environment. Wait, what? So this is, yes, I just thought about this. So I might actually make my music video. I'm looking to make my music video now about the environment. Okay. Um, so the lyrics called Shoulda Loved You, Shoulda Cared. Um, and so it's actually, the concept is now turned on its head. It's about, I should have loved the planet. I should have cared more about the planet. Because this is where we're now in the ship. Interesting. Yeah. How does it go? It goes, my eyes. No, that's my other song. Uh, I remember you singing along to your favourite song. Um, but I know what it goes. No, that's my own song. I know the world gets you down, but you're longing to be found. So la 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 la. Something, something. I know what makes you blue. So la la la. It's like, should have loved me, should have cared. Yeah, it's got, you've got to feel love. You should, I should have loved you, should have cared. You should, so it's like, now actually, you should have bloody loved the, in, the environment. You should have loved it, should have cared, because now it's too late. So it's like, look back at what you did and remember what makes the world tick and make it happy. That is fantastic. So it was accidentally about the environment, but I'm But maybe about, it's not, maybe it was subliminal. Maybe yeah. when you were writing it, you thought it was about your emotions, but maybe it's about your own relationship yeah. with the planet. So if you listen to that, maybe you'll Just listen to me, it, download, stream it. Download, or, but then or I was vehicle. thinking, once I made the video, any, I'm going to probably make it about the environment, I think. That's fantastic. It should be very current. That would be very current. And do you know what might get... I think anything that people do like that that gets people to just think or to like resonate with stuff like that is like yeah. fantastic. Yeah. E.g. Stormzy talking about politics. Yeah, I know. You know like connecting like yeah. two things that don't necessarily go together and you're just like, do you know what? Love that. Absolutely yeah. love that for the so world. I've decided, I've decided that's what it's going to be about. Fantastic. Yeah. So, babe, for people who've enjoyed the podcast and who've made it to the end, <laughs> where... <laughs> can they find you on the internet on the on the big old dark web uh on twitter and instagram you can find me under kush ting that's k-u-s-h-t-i-n-g texting instagramming programming uh, <laughs> says kush ting um and then i guess on on spotify it's got a link on my instagram it just says kush Kana. um actually it's just that. kush actually on in spotify it's just kush just cut it out cut that just cut that surname out, out. <laughs> don't need the surname it's like madonna yeah. just kush kylie yeah. kush, kush madonna an icon an icon I don't know why I put con and like I really emphasise on con. And I con, I was like, I don't get. That, neither do I, the but I, link, said, but I said it out loud and it came out weird. 
<laughs> it's the hat. Yeah. It's the hat. It's a very gorgeous hat. We Thank should you. take a picture. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We have been Reaction by Home Things. You can follow us on get underscore home things on Twitter and on Instagram. And we hope you've enjoyed the conversation. Feel free to join in and listen in next time. Reaction. Reaction.